all you 80s brats, 90s kids, and early otters, it's Sam and Rachel's Generation Gap. I am Sam. I am Rachel. And together we are a real-life married couple with a little bit of an age difference. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah, that's why we started the podcast. Oh, great. Good to know. (laughs) Yeah. And this week we are talking about two very different things from different generations. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are talking about... Pokemon meets My Little Pony. My Little Pony. <laughs> My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, we'll get into all of that in a bit. Um, for those of you who don't know what any of these things are, uh, Rachel, just give us like a, a little blurb about My Little Pony. My Little Pony is a, a franchise of media and toys. So toys, TV, movies uh, that started in the 1980s and still continues today. They're horrible. Horses. Correct. All right. I mean, they're ponies. So, <laughs> baby horses? Uh, on the other side of the coin, we've got Pokemon, aka Pocket Monsters, which is a video game, card game, anime, manga, movie, and toy mega franchise. Wait, that's what Pokemon means? Pocket Monster? It sounds like you're still a little bit <laughs> in the dark, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> This topic will baffle me till the end of time. I don't think there's any way I will ever ever fully understand Pokemon not being from your generation. I think that's right, but we're going to do the best we can. That's right. And let's actually go travel back in time to a moment when... Both of us didn't know what the F was going on. (laughs) It's a little segment we like to call In In the the Dark. Wow. I have to say, we've been in some darkness before, but this dark is pitch black. We are not just in the dark. We are swimming in darkness. This is the complete absence of light. Where are you, Sam? I can't even see you. Hey, everybody. Welcome (laughs) to In the Dark, the segment of the show where Rachel and I grill each other about what we know about this week's topics. And we've got quite the doozy here, Rach. Yes. This episode, we'll pretend there's two topics, but really there's one that matters. Whoa. Right? Huge statement. I mean, and it's your topic. I'm not taking anything here. Yeah. You know, I mean. We've tried to come up with what is your generation's equivalent to Pokemon. Spoiler alert, mine's a Pokemon. (laughs) We couldn't find one, really. But we kind of have an answer, Rach. What did we come up with? Yeah, thanks to the fans at home, we are going to pair Pokemon with my Little Pony. Mm-hmm. And I do think we're going to find a lot of connections. I had a pony. Okay. <laughs> I've just been waiting. <laughs> to close you didn't up. wait. I you didn't, didn't wait at all. <laughs> I have no control. Um, yeah. All right. Well, this is in the dark. So, Sam, yeah. what do you know about My Little Pony? I know that there are a thing called bronies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And these are men that are into My Little Pony. Um, I know that there are magical horses with fun names like Sparkles and Cecily, but I don't know (laughs) specifically what their powers are. I imagine one of them is rainbows, one of them is kindness, one of them is made of candy cane, Mm -hmm. Uh, but... In terms of what they do, like, do they have jobs? Do they, is there like a plot where they're trying to achieve something? Or are they just like a group of pony friends? That I don't know. 
And what, uh, great. This is all great stuff. And what exactly, like what media is My Little Pony? Well, I know there were dolls. Yeah. But I know it more from the cartoon. And I think that cartoon either got revamped recently or it's a recent cartoon that mm-hmm. brought upon the whole brony thing. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. I think we're going to explore, uh, you know, the toys and the animated series uh, as they intertwined in the 1980s. So I, and let's be totally honest. I think, you know, probably as much as I do right now, I did. Well, we'll get into it. I don't remember anything as always in the dark. I'm also in the dark about my own topic. Cause look, my topics were a long time ago. Okay. Yours were Here we go. We're playing I'm the older. age card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hopefully Next week or later in this episode, you'll be able to see again. Oh, my gosh. And, Rachel, this is your voice before you became a Pokemon fan. (laughs) That's what's so crazy for everyone here is, like, listening to the voice of someone who's about to go through a huge lifestyle change. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What is going to happen to me? All right, Rachel, I just got a couple very simple questions. Oh, no. And people at home are going to love how simple these are, okay? First one is... What is a Pokemon? Okay. Well, it's a ball of creature. It's like a creature ball. Or maybe it's just a creature, not a ball. And it's... <laughs> okay. So it's a creature that may or may not be a ball. Right? Do you know what Pokemon means? Uh, it means um, franchise. Cynical answer there. All right. <laughs> How many Pokemon are there? There are 16. No, I don't know how many Pokemon there are. I'm going to guess yeah. that there's 82. Okay. <laughs> Is that something people know the answer to? Definitely. Uh, okay. <laughs> In the Pokemon anime. I know you can collect them all. Right, right. And how many is them all? Right, I assumed 82. Now, now they've come out with more Pokemon since my generation, but your answer is still funny regardless. By the way, if if you had done this interview with me before we started dating, like before we knew each other, I wouldn't have been able to answer any of these questions. Yeah. I had no freaking clip. Yeah, this whole week, Rachel, you've been like kind of bummed that you know too much about Pokemon, and I'm here to tell the listeners at home, she doesn't. I promise you, she knows nothing. Um, we'll get into the boot camp, because I'm going to make Rachel do a lot, and she's going to love Pokemon. That's the end of it. All right, now, Rachel, another quick question here. Mm-hmm. In the Pokemon anime, what is the main character's name? In anime, Rachel, is a it's a Japanese character cartoon Mm -hmm. okay that's you mean the grandpa professor is that your answer is grandpa professor well i know there's like a professor man and he like heals the the uh pokemon um and i know that because you made me play the game on like a game boy when we first started dating mm-hmm. um, and there was like a grandpa professor is that, but I don't know if the, he's not like the main character. I feel like the main character is like a Pokemon or something. Okay. The main <laughs> character is a Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. The main character's name is Neo. Okay. 
He's upset that I'm joking about Pokemon. This is going to be a rough episode, No, I'm not. No, what I'm trying to do is try to stay as straight-faced as possible because I don't want to give you any indications of how wrong you are Mm. because it's fun, I think, for the audience to hear exactly your, like, unfiltered ideas of what the answers to these Sorry, audience. I'm sorry that I was born before 1991. But you lived in the world. Okay. Why... (laughs) I know what Pokemon Go is, kind of. Okay, what's Pokemon Go? It's a game on your phone where there's like, uh, like you see, like you use the camera on your phone and like you might see a Pokemon thing, like an animal in your, on your street or something and you like zap it with your phone and then you collect it. Collect the what? The Pokemon. Okay. Why is there... Yeah, you said a Pokemon like <laughs> creature thing. I'm like that uh, the creature thing is the Pokemon. Is it Pokemon? Well, I guess we'll yeah, find yeah, out. You, you, that's what the whole week will be. Yeah. Now, why is there a Pokemon Red version and a Pokemon Blue version? Um, merchandising, merchandising. She's not wrong. Um, and that was a quote from Spaceballs. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> I still didn't recognize it. All right. Uh, now, Rachel. I just need you to name as many Pokemon as you can. Oh, God. Don't worry. We won't Pikachu? be here long. Wow, yes. Pikachu. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. All right. Everybody, First Pikachu. hurdle. <laughs> First hurdle jumped. All right. Um, Nebulous. Dwinkle. Uh, Schlarflam. There, you have to be able to name another Pokemon. I'm, you can? got Pikachu. Yeah. Um, Dante. Um uh howard hughes um wait would i really know this i don't I feel, think i, I do. feel like culturally there's like one other pokemon that i think is fairly up there there was a rare pokemon card of this pokemon mm. there's also several pokemon that are like our stars of different pokemon movies oh okay was it david david the Pokemon. David the Pokemon? Yeah. Oh, 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 right. A movie. Wait, wait, wait. Detective. Oh. There was a detective. Pikachu. I think it was Pikachu. Yeah. That's not going to help you. You already got that one. All, All right, right. So how many did I get? You got one. You got oh, Pikachu. Cool. Yeah. Doinkle is closer than I want it to be, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, guys. Uh, Rachel, are you ready to boot camp Pokemon? I'm ready. Are you ready to ride the wave that is a little pony? <laughs> are you ready to ride that little pony? <laughs> Do they ride? Do they get ridden? We'll find we'll out. We'll find out. <laughs> Take, Take it, it away, away, future Sam, Sam and Rachel. Rachel. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I feel just about as educated now as I did then. Yeah, I mean, I want the listeners to appreciate my wife for one moment, all right? <laughs> you guys never give her credit. I've been reading the comments. Wait, They're very what? mean about oh, you, Rachel. No. They're very rude. This is classic. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but you boot camped really hard for Pokemon. You played the video game, okay? We watched Detective Pikachu, and we watched... Multiple episodes of the Pokemon anime. And I still have no effing clue what's going on. It's not true. It's not true. I think <laughs> I it got to you a little bit. And a we'll, little bit. We'll get into it. A but little bit. First, first, we're going to start 
with a small horse. Some <laughs> might call it a little pony, but not a pony. It belongs to me. Oh, it's my little pony. It's yours, mm-hmm. Rachel. I didn't realize. My you little pony. Titular my mine. little pony. Uh, all right. Well, My Little Pony is a toy line and media franchise developed by Hasbro, the toy company. Uh, and it, the toys were first produced in 1981. Mm, right at the beginning of the 80s. Right in the beginning. Pop, pop it, pop it out. <laughs> I didn't realize all that 80s jargon. I don't know what I'm saying. But Sam, how are you feeling? You know, we just listened to In the Dark. How are you feeling now? Are you seeing clearly? Are you in the light? I have seen the light, and the light is very dependent on which animated series you watch. Mm-hmm. Um, we did. We watched some of the original 80s one. Now, I will be honest. We watched the first episodes of My Little Pony, like the very first episodes. It was this really confusing 10-episode <laughs> arc. I did not finish all 10 episodes. Um, it was convoluted. The writing was terrible. It was it barely focused on the ponies. I fell asleep. Sam watched more of it than I did. Uh, I was so upset. And in fact, I'm glad you brought it up because I found this quote online that said, the first animated series is given as the worst example of a Saturday morning cartoon, despite... Never airing on a Saturday morning. <laughs> it was just that bad. Honestly, it was one of the most confusing things I've ever watched. Right. But that being said, you know, like uh, My Little Pony is more so that. much more yeah. than just that show from the 80s. And so I, I wanted to give like a bit, a little bit of a history first. Um, so I guess I should describe My Little Ponies, the actual toys, because I did have them as a child. And they How many had, did you have? I think. I actually have no idea. As we've explored on previous episodes, I always think that I had no collector's items, but I definitely had a couple, I'd say at least two My Little Ponies, if not more. How into horses were you? Now, you were a girl, Mm -hmm. so girls like horses. That's just... (laughs) That's just gender. That's just gender. (laughs) I mean, you know me pretty well. How into horses do you think I would be? Um... A slightly less than the average girl. I'm terrified of horses. Oh. Yeah. I mean, not as a child I wasn't, but like as an adult, I'm afraid to ride a horse. And I am saying that here on live podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And the listeners have observed how live these podcasts are. We definitely didn't pre-record a bunch of these. No. Uh, Yeah. I would not ride a horse either. I wasn't really into dolls either. Right. I would definitely not ride a Pegasus. Or no, sorry. Yeah, Pegasus. Sure. I mean, okay, well, that's, I'm glad you brought this up because I think one of the things that's confusing about My Little Ponies is are they ponies? Are they unicorns? What the deal? Honestly, none of them seem like they're ponies. They're either Pegasus or unicorns. Well, I looked this up on a website that I created called Wikipedia, and okay. I found there are Earth ponies, Pegasi, that's the plural, mm-hmm. unicorns, and even alicorns which are ponies who have a unicorn horn and pegasus wings and they're usually royalty so for example princess luna i guess is an alicorn i don't know i don't know which one's cecily 
<laughs> the one that you created with your own imagination. Earth <laughs> So anyway, they had, you know, col- they were always colorful. They were like purple or pink or yellow. And they had colorful hair, like manes, and you would brush their manes. And then the other thing they had was a unique symbol. It actually reminds me a little bit of Cabbage Patch Kids, how they had the branding. Sure. Um, the My Little Ponies <laughs> had these like branding marks on either side of their bodies called cutie marks. I knew that. I'd heard that before. I yeah. guess it's a play on beauty mark. Right. Right. So it's like some of them have like a star and one of them has like a rainbow and whatever. Yeah. Talk um, about rebranding branding. Rebranding branding. Hold on. Hold on. More silence after that. <laughs> Just it was such a thinker. It took me a moment. Yeah. Um, the franchise is mainly targeted at girls, but as Sam mentioned in in the dark, it found this like unintended audience of bronies, which we are going to cover in a few minutes. Yeah. But yeah, so the so you know I grew up in the eighties, and the original toy line ran from eighty two to ninety two in the U S. And then it, a little bit longer worldwide. I remember seeing some of these toys, Rachel. They were they were horses. They couldn't move at all, right? And they just had hair. Mm. Yeah, I don't even think their legs. Moved. Yeah, I don't think they did either. They were really just like plastic they were like horses. statues. You it's you had to use your what's it called imagination. You don't like that. All right. Well, <laughs> in any case, they had. They could have moved. You could still use your imagination, and the horse's <laughs> legs could move. I know. It's true. Well, actually, you know, I watched recently a video of a horror story about a Cabbage Patch kid that could eat. And I saw. Did I not show this to you? No. It was a Cabbage Patch kid whose mouth would go like nom, nom, yeah, nom, yeah. and you could feed it. And a little girl's hair, a real life girl's got, hair, got stuck in the My Little Pony. And was like ripping her hair out of her head. And they had to like, they couldn't even cut her hair because it had such a strong grip. Uh, And then that Cabbage Patch doll had a taste for human hair. (laughs) And that's why sometimes it's good that dolls don't have to, they don't all have to be animatronic. (laughs) I feel like there's a line that can be crossed. And (laughs) and it's just movable legs. There's a median area. (laughs) Yeah. Well, in any case, they had... Two animated specials, an animated feature-length film, mm-hmm. two different series, TV series. Uh, this is like early on, like up until 92. Mm-hmm. And like in the 80s, 150 million ponies were sold. So it was a really popular uh, toy. And then there were all these revivals, which is like yeah. what we're learning, the, right? Yeah. Like, I, Can you break down for me the timeline? of? So we got the, the golden age of 81 yeah. to 92. Well, and we call and it the golden th- age, but then we tried to watch the TV show, and it was literally unwatchable. It was yeah. so bad. Honest, and we watched the new cartoon, and we watched like a late season of the new cartoon, and I was like, this is fantastic. Literally fantastic. Yeah, it was so good. Clever. Very yeah, clever. so I clearly, you know, my generation got the shit end of the stick with the ponies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, I missed me too. It's the generation after me. Or, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So basically, like 97 to 99, they revamped it for the second time and it didn't do well. Mm-hmm. And then they did it again in 2003 and it was a more popular revival with the toys. And then in 2010, Hasbro launched the fourth incarnation of the franchise, and that's what started that animated series called My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. And that's the one that we just watched. And that actually just stopped airing, like, in 2019. Like, it was pretty recent. Yeah. And it it said that Hasbro's coming out with another, like, a fifth generation for 2021. So, like, soon. 
Um, so yeah. And that um the friendship and is magic show. So like Sam said, we just watched an episode and it was actually like really delightful. Yeah. Really cute characters, storyline. Sam, can you name I know you tried to name Cecily. Yeah. In addition to Cecily, who are some other characters, like other My Little Ponies that you could name? I think I said in, in the dark, I said Sparkle, and I think it's Rainbow Sparkle is a name. <laughs> um, I actually have Twilight Sparkle written oh, down. Oh, <laughs> Twilight Sparkle, and then it's Rainbow... Uh, Rainbow yeah. Main? Rainbow... Close. Rainbow Dash. Dash. Yeah, oh, but okay. Rainbow... I feel like your names are honestly better. Flutterfly. <laughs> sure. Um... One of them's called Pinkie Pie. No, I got one of them. One of them is like <laughs> Teller. It's like a prissy sounding name. She's got a British accent. Oh, oh. What? What is it? Princess no, it's Diana. Rarity. Oh, rarity. Rarity. Yeah. yeah. And also, I saw online. I thought you'd like this since you're a board game nerd. Yeah. One of them is named Discord. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now, by the way. Hit us up on Discord. (laughs) Yeah. For anyone listening, like, we literally, I think I said this in In the Dark, we basically could have called this the Pokemon episode. I'm trying to get quickly through My Little Pony because we know that today's episode is not about me. It is about Sam's generation. It is about Pokemon. It is about millennials and this weird thing they have. You know, if you want to talk about animals with magic powers... You don't come after the millennials, okay? Right. Because we have an army right. of magical animals called Pokemon at our things. Uh, at our things. At our things. At our disposal. At our, at our disposal. fingertips. Thank you. In all, our pockets. All of those better than things. Well, so the things I learned like researching My Little Pony is that there are adult collectors, mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't look much into because we know what that is. We know what they do. eBay, Amazon, whatever. Sure. And then bronies. So I when I heard the term brony, the first time I heard the term was a couple years ago. It was in a comedy sketch. And I immediately assumed that bronies were some sort of like sexualized cosplay adults dressing as my little pony thing. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Is that what you thought it was? I that I felt like they were creeps. Um, that were into something that they shouldn't be into, but mm. I didn't necessarily think that it had to play out sexually. I right. think I saw an episode of Bob's Burgers that parodied bronies. Oh, really? <laughs> and so that's a lot of what I'm. I feel like from. a lot of my cultural stuff is is behind, and I know that because I notice it when I'm seeing something else referencing the thing that I'm supposed to know about, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like we notice Bob's Burgers referencing bronies and we don't even know what bronies are Mm -hmm. well i'll read you this little thing that i basically learned is that you know this my little pony friendship is magic like rendition Mm. of my little pony it generated an unexpected fandom which which are male fans between 13 and 35 creating a large fan base and a multitude like so these fans created so many other you know media and art and music and fan websites and conventions all based on My Little Pony. So obviously they had um, it's called like BronyCon, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And and fan fiction, and, you know, and all this stuff. Um, and the older fan base was a surprise to Hasbro, but it seems like they've now they're they're kind of like open to it and and they appreciate it. Um, 
because you know it's only added more eyes to their and more sales i'm sure to their toys um i watched a quick like video from bbc that was explaining <laughs> bronies and it was honestly the opposite of what i thought at least this video that right. i watched it was like they interviewed these guys and they really seemed kind of like guys that hadn't quite found their people yet maybe some outcasts you know and they were like i like my little pony like their stories are relatable you know the show is joyous and happy and genuine and, and it lacks like cynicism and other stuff that they see in other media and i was like oh bronies you know yeah i mean we watched the cartoon and i was charmed immediately yeah yeah, yeah you are yeah and it had an interview this bbc video i watched had an interview with one of the writers and he's like, it sounds, it's kind of cool. It's like people found real life friends on a sh- through a show that's about friendship. So like, that's kind of cool. And I will say the guys interviewed in this piece sounded pretty self-aware. Unfortunately, like my, my assumptions were not totally off base because there is like a, a, a pornographic subset of this fan group, uh, but it's not like the main thing. Rachel, I... I hate to tell you this, but everything has a pornographic subset. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Pokemon? Definitely. Porkamon. <laughs> <laughs> I literally wrote in my notes, this is an inevitable, like, yeah. based on, you know, any internet-based fan culture, yeah. right? There's also, you know, tied into that some misogynistic, like hyper masculine subsets of the brony culture. But from what I read, it seems like most of it is the positive side. And so I I felt pretty good about that. That's great. Yeah. You know, bronies for life. Also, you know, brony is bro and pony. Brony. Well, thanks for breaking that down for our (laughs) listeners, Rachel. You really think highly of them. So I think that one of the main connections between Pokemon and My Little Pony is the idea of consumerism. Sure. Or as I said in in the dark, merchandising. (laughs) So there is this thing where like My Little Pony specifically seems to be critiqued for promoting, you know, um, selling merchandise directly to children through their TV shows and their commercials and whatever. And I will say, as a child, I remembered watching television commercials and watching these shows and being like, I want that toy, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Um, but it seems like in the 80s, this was just like the thing. Yeah. There was a ton of cross-marketing, which is why Spaceballs made that joke, merchandising in the first place. Right. Like, uh, no, I mean, I, I watched a whole thing about like those old 80s cartoons that were like not good, but they were literally like 30 minute serial commercials they were toy commercials they were you know i mean i used to watch a whole show called gummy bears which was just a candy made into a show right right yeah i it is wild to think about how much of those things are just trying to get kids to buy stuff but the crazy thing you know is that you know there were all these toy based shows there was he-man Transformers, G.I. Joe. And by the way, my brother had all of these toys. Yeah. G.I. Joe. And then later on, there was like Star Wars did the same thing. Lego. Lego's freaking movies are insane to sell toys, right? Toy uh, Toy Story. But it seems like for whatever reason, My Little Pony 
is like the 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 one that takes the brunt of it, which is interesting because it's like the one that is targeted at girls, and everything else was targeted at boys. So I don't know. I there was this uh, writer who wrote about the history and culture of My Little Pony, and she was quoted like she was basically setting examples from journalists who single out My Little Pony mm. being tied to toys and merchandise without giving any criticism for all those other franchises that all do the exact same thing, but they're targeted at boys. That's a hundred percent right. That being said, <laughs> the program that they made the little girls watch was significantly worse yeah, than but, the boys program, but it's, it's the same merchandising ideal. The I, other thing though there. is like in the nineties, when those TV shows were airing, yeah. the toys weren't even being produced. Like they didn't line up at that time. Oh, really? So it was like a little bit like this isn't even they're not even feeding into each other anymore. I'm sure they do now. Well, yeah. I mean, and and they say that advertising is to justify the purchases you've already made or whatever. So <laughs> right, right. There's some there's some there, but but that's a good thing to point out, Rachel. They didn't have the whole machine in order to do this. Right, right. right? Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. And, you know, to stand up for my girls here, there, yeah. there was like no violence or sexuality in this franchise compared to other franchises. Mm. I mean, like G.I. Joe was like literally like, I'm an army guy. I fight and kill people. Transformers fighting. Yeah. He-Man fighting. You know, it was all more like violent stuff. Whatever. Um, Yeah. So my history with this toy, uh, of course, it was so long ago. I barely remember, but I do know I had the ponies and I think I watched the show. Although if I did, I had terrible taste because that show back then was terrible. Um, I remember the theme song and I, my little pony, my little pony. And it was the same thing song in the toy, in the toy commercial too, for sure. And I do remember those ads, you know? Yeah. So. What so, was yeah. your pony's name? Mm, I don't know. Probably like Candy Mountain <laughs> or Skittles. Oh, yeah. One of the <laughs> things in the dark, I said one was made of candy canes. Did you find anything out about that one? Or? No, but that makes sense to me because like some of them are unicorns and I could see like one of their horns being a candy cane. Yeah, especially around the holiday season or something. By the way, we, I forgot to look this up when we were watching the original. Yeah. One of the voices of the pony sounded exactly like Bart Simpson, and we were like, "I oh, think it's the same voice actor." Maybe, maybe. So yeah, it was the everything Denise? about that. Yeah, Denise, can you look that up for us? That's all my research on My Little Pony. I'm trying to get through it fast so we can get to the main event. Uh, but how do you feel uh, about My Little Pony? I feel uh, a lot better about that. That that new cartoon was great. I don't dislike the idea of horses having magical powers and having rainbow castles and stuff that's all good i would even call it our little pony wow how do you feel about that i that nice? can get behind that that's yeah, nice right? that's nice yeah, that's nice you're welcome <laughs> Gonna be the very best Like no one ever was Rachel It is time to talk about Pokemon Oh man What a theme song on that show For real It's got 80s movies vibes But Broadway call and response It is everything you can want All wrapped up in a Japanese pop package It is amazing Oh gosh It is a good theme song I feel like this episode is going to really reseal our marriage because i feel like since we met 
anytime you'd mention Pokemon, I my face would go blank. Yeah. So this is big. This is big. Um, I, I want to give you a chance at redemption here, Rachel. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> I almost made Uh-oh. you spit out your wine. All right, Rachel. <laughs> oh, no. What is a Pokemon? It's a creature that's supposed to be your best friend, but you make it fight. And it has didn't learn some anything. special powers. All right. What does Pokemon mean? Well, I just learned in the intro of this episode that it means pocket monster, but I did not know that. Is it just like a smushing of two words? That's all it is? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Love it. How many Pokemon are there? Oh, shit. 150. Two. 50. 150 is correct. Oh, really? I would have also accepted 151. Oh, really? But not 52? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mew 2 is 150. Mew is number 151. 152 is the start of Generation 2. I've so. never been more attracted Come to you. On. All right, uh, Rachel, in the anime... What is the main character's name? Ash. There it is. It is not Grandpa Professor. Or Neo, as you <laughs> guessed. Um, uh, do you have a last name on Ash? Uh, Anderson. Okay, interesting. Because Neo. His last name is Ketchum. Oh, jeez. Uh, Ketchum Daddy. All Ketchum right. Daddy! <laughs> All right. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Ketchum Dairy is. Google I, it and I, it'll be the best night of your life. It's, a, it's a, uh, some Irish people, I believe, trying to catch a bat in a kitchen. Honestly, and it is the best YouTube video. Pause on. this episode yeah, pause and go Ketchum Dairy. Yeah, and then come back. Oh, so You're good. welcome. All right. Why is there a Pokemon Red Versus a Pokemon Blue version. I'd still say the answer is merchandising. And I don't think that you're wrong. Do you and know any differences between the two games? I I think they have different Pokemon in them. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand is it just seems to me like red and green or whatever yeah. are the most uninventive names for different versions of this game. Like initially I thought because we had... Ladies and gents and non-binary friends, we had the game like we I held it in my hand and I was like, I thought it was just like this one's red and this one's green. I didn't know they were actually different. I just thought it was like a I want a red one, you know, and it was the same game. Mm. I just feel like color is such a non it's just not a creative like distinguisher you know it's not like one of them was like the underwater world and like this one's like the sky world it was just like red and green well that's because they are the same game they are just slightly different it just (laughs) i think the color thing is right because if you if they would have said pokemon underwater and pokemon sky world and you played the games you'd be very disappointed to find out they're the same game i'm just gonna say like in general, I Pokemon, I appreciate everything I've learned. I feel like I, I'm, you know, we're going to get into it. Mm. But it really is one of those things that, like, if you weren't there for it, it makes no sense. Like, for any Gen Xers listening to this episode, like, I got your back. It's, I don't get it either. No, 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 no. I <laughs> did. I saw you get it. I will not let you turn your back on Pokemon. It literally turned your day around one time. We'll 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 talk about it, okay. but but I kind of want to get into. I want to frame this conversation. Frame it. Okay. Frame it. Um, I want to frame it in three ways. Okay, the video game that we've already kind of started to talk about, the anime, and some Pokemon cards. 
Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Now, I want to give a brief overview here. In the world of Pokemon, human trainers catch magical animals known as Pokemon. They train them, trade them, and even battle them, all with the impossible side goal of catching them all. Okay? And there's an additional thing, if I may. Yeah. Which I learned from playing the game. Yes. Which is that... The whole franchise is built on the story that, like, Grandpa Professor wants to make a catalog of the Pokemon, right? Like, Yes, he's a scientist, and you are going out <laughs> into the field with wild Pokemon trying to get all the data you can on every Pokemon. When you say it, you make it sound cooler. I'm like, the whole thing is just he needs a catalog? Like... That's it? it oh, well, he, they just came out with this new technology, this Pokédex. Right. And you and his grandson are the only two people with this. Right. Thing. And Pokédex is basically like Siri or Google. Yeah, it's a Pokémon index. In yeah. fact, in the TV show, it's funny. It's like <laughs> Ash will be like, what kind of Pokémon is that? You know how Ash talks. And then the Pokédex will be like, Caterpie. A worm Pokemon. It's like the GPS. Yeah, yeah. It's really annoying. Okay. Uh, you were right, Rachel. In the original game, in the original red and blue and yellow versions, there were 150, maybe 151 Pokemon. And as of this recording, there are 898 Pokemon. What happened? Jesus. Were they more just games? all start <laughs> those are different species of pokemon all right so we have red and blue are the first uh entrance into this thing at all this uh this idea came about the creator of pokemon uh was fascinated with collecting bugs in in his backyard and, tr and traveling into all these parks and collecting bugs so that's kind of where it came about Red and blue, the Game Boy games, are where the franchise starts. Not with an anime, not with the cards, not with the movies, but a, a simple Game Boy game. Yes. And this game is beautiful. And this is... I actually had you play the uh, Pokemon Red. Oh. And you played all the way through to beat the first gym leader, Brock. Thank you. Okay. Uh, that That's what we felt like was a good point. And one of the things that I think makes this game so beautiful is how simple it is. Rachel, I think you initially were like, what is this game? It's just so simple, right? You can't even lose at Pokemon. Yeah. You can just, you just try walk, again. And like, just for my Gen X friends who right. are like, what are you even talking about? You just like, you know, my main reference for video games is Super Mario Brothers. Okay. And so it's <laughs> kind of like you just walk through grass and then like eventually you they're just like, you bumped into a Pokemon like and now your Pokemons are going to fight and then you fight them mm -hmm. and then you keep walking until you basically bump into another one. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah. I mean, you got to, you know, read the text and do what people tell <laughs> yeah. you, but it is very simple. It's yeah. a kid's game. right? Yeah. And, and you... it's old. Like it's an old game. Yeah. So it's like got that kind of retro vibe. Oh, definitely. But one of the things that this game does so well is give you choices all right in this game you choose so many things okay right at the top you choose your name you choose your rival's name which is fun because you can always make it butt face or whatever <laughs> you want right you choose your starting pokemon out of three right you get to choose that you get to choose their name 
Okay. This is all before we've ever even I think I walked in the grass mine. and caught a Pokemon. Oh, yeah. yeah. What'd you name your Pokemon? I think I named it Rosie yeah. after our dog. <laughs> yeah. And which Pokemon did you uh, choose as your starter Pokemon, Rachel? Um, I don't know. Pikachu? We watched an entire anime episode based on Rachel's Pokemon choice. Squir- and she Squir- Squirtle? Squirtle is correct, okay. Rachel. Nicely done. Uh, so there's just all these choices at, right at the beginning of the game. And the the game is the same for everybody, right? You get the eight badges, you go to the Elite Four, you become the Pokemon Master, blah, 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 blah. But the way you did it was completely up to you. The Pokemon you chose, the moves you taught those Pokemon, the Pokemon right. you ended up catching and, and evolving, all of those choices make the game a really personal experience. I guess so, and and and, and not to diminish the experience, sure. but I, I, one of the things I said to you when I was playing is like, it felt like it was really just if the game wanted to give me a win or give me a loss because I'm just pressing a button and then it's kind of like rolling dice, I guess, or something, right? Where it's like they're fighting each other and, ooh, it's a good hit. Ooh, that one misses, right? But it's really, the, it's up to the computer to say whether it hit or missed or not. It's not like, for example, in Mario Brothers that like I missed a block or that I didn't jump or something. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah. there is randomness in the game yeah. for sure. Uh, but your moves have an accuracy to them. Your Pokemon have stats. So all of these things can be mitigated. It's not totally random. Tough. And as you go throughout the game and you get better moves and you see that water type beats ground type, because essentially Pokemon on a strategic level is just a game of rock, paper, scissors and knowing which types... Uh, beat other types which is a a, a concept that kids can grasp onto and like an obsession can come from like oh ice pokemon can beat dragon pokemon or whatever one thing that i thought was really funny and i is that like they can they faint yes they never die (laughs) what is up with them fainting well this goes to the whole thing of pokemon battles which i'm sure you have issues with the point (laughs) is that pokemon always choose to be caught Pokemon choose to battle and want to battle with a trainer to uh, unlock their own potential, potentially to evolve. Uh, but regardless, uh, Pokemon trainers and Pokemon form bonds and grow together to achieve their shared potential. Okay, right. I mean, that's the whole thing that you that they make you buy into. To me, I'm like, oh, we're just like we're we're capturing animals. And making them fight each other. It's like, what? who am I, Michael Vick? Like- right. I got, I got a quote here. It says, unlike domestic <laughs> animals, Pokemon have incredible powers that dwarf those of humans. Seriously, how could a human intimidate a legendary Pokemon capable of altering time or space to do its bidding? Or a Charizard capable of quickly melting glaciers weighing 10,000 tons? Mm. And that's the point, is that if you think that Pokemon are, uh, you know, don't have any power in this situation. It's like, look at what they can do. They right. can just do that to a person. Uh, so I, you're saying they, they like it. They like to fight. They like to uh, battle. And like you said, they faint. They don't die. <laughs> it's so cute how they faint. It's yeah. so funny to also, me. Also, uh, shout out to the Pokemon world. Uh, free health care. In the Pokemon world, you can always Wait, go to a we Pokemon got it. We Center. We have to talk about this because okay, this is yeah. what I have in my notes. I wrote Pokemon Center seem like a YMCA, but it also looks like a restaurant and they heal the Pokemon in a microwave. It looks like a microwave. You put your little balls uh, on the thing and it goes. <laughs> I don't know if you remember <laughs> the sound, Rachel, but everyone that loves Pokemon knows. Bing, 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 bing. 
And yeah. that means your Pokemon are healed. And to me, it's also like, and your coffee's been re-microwaved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just microwaved your Squirtle for 30 seconds. Quick zap. <laughs> it's such a funny way to, yeah, heal something. So uh, one of the other things that makes uh, these original games so beautiful is the difference between red and blue. Having, I don't know what it is, like 15 or 20 Pokemon that's exclusive only to that version. And why they did that, uh, apart from selling more copies of the game, uh, was to encourage the link cable feature of the Game Boy. Okay? Yeah, I love that. It's so... I have one. It's, I should oh, bring really? it out. Yeah, it's I, so funny because it's like now it would be Bluetooth, right? right? But it's like we have this cable you have to buy. I, I remember I had a cable and yeah, we would... Uh, so me and shout out to uh, my best friend from childhood, Zach. Zach. We collected Beanie Babies. We also collected Pokemon. We caught them all. Don't want to. Uh, Spoiler the headline, alert. the headline here is Zach and I <laughs> caught them all. Am I going to find Pokemon in our house just like I found Beanie Babies? <laughs> uh oh. Um, yeah. He didn't say no. He did not. Yeah. So we caught them all uh, between the two of us, <laughs> right? Uh, I think we were just playing on one copy of the game, but there were there's some Pokemon. There's one Pokemon named Eevee, Rachel. You don't know this Pokemon. But Eevee can turn into like seven different Pokemon, depending on which evolution stone you give it. Most Pokemon go from one level to the next level to the third level. Eevee is the only one with this branching path. Mm. And so as a result, I could evolve Eevee into one, the water version. Uh, Zach could evolve it into the fire version, but we didn't have you know, the last version. I actually think it was Vaporeon with the last Pokemon you, we needed. Do you think it was Eevee? Cause it was like Eve garden of Eden, like and evolution. Kind of absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm so smart. Yeah. Eevee's a very cute Pokemon too. So we would, I remember we had to go to like my friend's older brother's house to like link up cable. And what you would do is you trade Pokemon. Then you'd immediately trade them back so that it would get in your Pokedex, but they could keep their Pokemon. Okay. And, it, it was just like, it, it always brought people together. And we'll touch Aww. on kind of the way Pokemon stays true to that, wanting people to actually connect in a physical space for it being a video game. Like bronies. Kind of like bro. I, I, I was going to say the big overlap here is that friendship is magic. They should have a broke, broke, come on. Okay, so <laughs> Rachel, I want to hear some of your experiences playing the game for the first time. Well, uh, some of them I've mentioned, which is I wrote down, it's so funny that they faint. And then I wrote, are they dogs? Because they seem sort of like dogs. Uh, I also wrote down, something is wrong with mom. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the mom character in the video game, she's just like, uh, I read or I heard on TV that boys have to leave their house. Oh, See right. ya. And it's yeah, very like, oh cold. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. yeah, and you're like something's wrong with mom. I like, love you. Goodbye yeah. forever. Mom. Oh my like, goodness. Take your meds. She's <laughs> yeah. got some addiction issues. Yeah, she's just like rocking back and forth watching the TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wrote down Gary is like Malfoy. So that's like the the bad <laughs> the guy, rival. The you get rival. to name your rival, but face for those of you who did that. Oh, did I name it Gary? It was one of the pre-selected oh. things and <laughs> In the anime, uh, Ash's rival's name is Gary, oh, okay. so it was kind of fitting that they you chose that name. Yeah. One of the things, obviously, that I wrote down, which is controversial, is we fight them, but we love them. This right. is confusing. Um, it is confusing. But one of the things I wrote down is, how do you win? Well. Besides collecting them all. Is right. that how you win? 
technically, you beat the game by becoming a Pokemon Master, which is you got one of the gym badges. You got to get all eight gym badges. And right. then you defeat the Elite Four, which are like the four big final uh, bosses. So basically, it's like Grandpa Prof- it's not His name's not Grandpa Professor Oak. It's Professor Oak. <laughs> Professor Oak. I don't know why I call him Grandpa Professor. He's your rival's grandpa. <laughs> oh, he's not even my grandpa? No. That's ridiculous. So Grandpa Professor sends you out because he wants to, like, catalog them. Then we catch them. We fight them. Then we go to YMCA's, put them in microwaves, heal them. Then we go to a gym. We fight the gym special trainers leader and then all right i get it yeah i got it it's pokemon yeah yeah okay cool all right so i guess this is the time to transition to the pokemon show we're talking about the anime uh specifically the indigo league the original series here from 1997 to 1999 follows the story of ash ketchum a young pokemon trainer and his quest to become the Pokemon Master. Now, this theme song, I know I mentioned it before. It is so fun. Yeah. It is so clearly based on, like, a Karate Kid vibe. Yeah. You know? It's it's like a 80s sports movie kind of soundtrack. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. I literally can't not sing along. I think anyone Pokemon. in my... Pokemon! Ju- just like, mm-hmm. I want to be the very best. Like, yeah. do, 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 do. Like, everyone needs... To do it for my generation, so you need to perform that song. It's I so get good. it. I, I do think so far one of the things we've learned is that your generation's TV shows had better theme songs. Like, oh, you know, um, Bill Nye's yeah. uh, theme song was like ten times better than Mr. Wizard. Sure, you know, sure. um, well, we had just yeah, I, I grew up with better production value because it's that, later in time. That's yeah, not yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's weird that Pokemon can only say their own name. They're like Hodor from <laughs> Game of Thrones. That's funny. When I when I first encountered Hodor, I thought, oh, that's a you know, that's, that's like a Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just like Pikachu, 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 and I'm like, all right. And then I'm like, how can you watch an entire show where one character is just like saying one word and it means nothing? Yeah. And you love it, and I'm I love like, it. It's okay, like a, it's like they're animals and they can't even talk. Uh, except then for one, why make them talk? Oh, they. I think it it shows emotion. Okay. If if Pikachu goes Pika P versus <laughs> you know he's doing different things. Um, there is one Pokemon in the anime that can talk though, and that's Meowth. And it's not every Meowth. It's just Team Rocket's Meowth, and that's never explained. It's mm. just Team Rocket's the bad guys. Yeah. I have to say that. And again, I, I know you, I feel like I'm offending you anytime no, I like critique no. this The anime thing. is all fair game. I just feel like the plot of this thing Very is bad. so weak and so strange yeah. that the only way it could be accepted, like exist and be accepted is like, yeah, that's a good script. Write that is that the video game came first. No one 100%. would ever write a TV show that was like, this story like these characters you catch them and they're your friends but you fight them and they don't really speak like that's only because it's like let's how can we make this video game into a tv show 100 percent, that's what it is and they don't yeah they take a lot of liberties with the video game and they yeah it is not the best tv show it was something i watched as a kid 
And I remember like everyone, uh, adults around me being like, yikes, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. I knew it wasn't a good show. Not like, like SpongeBob I watched as a kid and I still like SpongeBob and I still think it's a good show. Yeah. It was kind of funny to watch some old Pokemon episodes, but I didn't feel anything. It is not a good show. It's also anime. So it's like really different. Like, yeah, it's different for sure. You know. I did um, like Team Rocket. Um, we watched two episodes for those who are curious. We watched Here Comes the Squirtle Squad. This is for John Vogel. And Goodbye Pikachu, or Pikachu's Goodbye. Um, Oops, sorry. That was my wine glass hitting my water glass. <laughs> she can't take living in this Pokemon world anymore. She's, it's driven her to drink. Pikachu! <laughs> All right, let's have some fun, Rachel. Let's talk about some Pokemon cards. Rachel, I'll familiar you with Pokemon cards. Uh, I know that there's a thing called Pokemon cards. Mm -hmm. The end. Uh, What do you do with them? Collect them. Interesting. Okay. Wait, is that wrong? Uh, You do collect them. There's also a Pokemon trading card game you can play. Okay. So you you collect the cards to make a deck, and then you fight that deck against somebody else's. Okay, like magic... 100%. 100%. It's exactly okay. like Magic the Gathering. Which I also don't know. I've yeah, never don't. seen, don't understand. But like now that we play so many board games in quarantine, I feel like I can kind of understand. Yeah, I wrote here, I am a big board game fanatic. And Pokemon was the first trading card game that I got into. And we didn't play it for your boot camp because it's not a fun game to play. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not. I played it a lot as a kid. It's fine. Um, Magic the Gathering is... It's essentially Magic the Gathering, but toned down for kids. Pokemon the Gathering. And it's just not as fun Pokemon as Magic. the Collecting. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> um, uh, but you know what is fun about Pokemon cards, Rachel? What? Opening up a new pack of Pokemon cards. So I did go to the game store recently. Ooh. And I did pick up some Pokemon <laughs> packs. However, <gasps> That's right. in quarantine... Uh, specifically right now when we're recording this, there is a huge shortage of Pokemon cards. Oh, yeah. The Sam, like, went to go to the toy store, toy store, game store, it's to ask store. for <laughs> Pokemon cards. And the, Poke- the the guy that worked there gave you, like, total sass, Well, right? it's classic, classic game store sass. Yeah. Uh, I was like, like, oh, can I have a pack of Pokemon cards, you know? And I, I haven't played the game in years. I haven't bought Pokemon cards in, you know, 20 years or whatever. And he's just, he goes like, we have Pokemon cards because this guy knows what's up. He knows that there's a worldwide shortage of Pokemon cards. And here I come in being like, weird, you know, but what a dick. Interesting. All right. So uh, we've got, uh, uh, so we've got some uh, store assembled packs here. Okay. Do I get to Yeah, go ahead and open those. All right. And it's fun to look at what Pokemon you got. Go ahead and open them up and, and read for the crowd what pokemon you get if you see in the bottom right hand corner there's either like a diamond a circle or a star oh my god this is me <laughs> here's my age this is made for someone with way better eyesight the text on this looks like it's four point at the bottom i can't read that so uh <laughs> the first one she got is this a one says pussy power it says sigh power <laughs> This is an Azel. I have a Pikachu. Oh, Rachel got a Pikachu. What is it? I don't know. Tailwap 10, Thundershock 20. Here, let me see. It says, flip a coin. If heads, your opponent's active Pokemon is now paralyzed. Ooh. And then it has a lot of stuff in really small text that my eyes can't read. 
All right. Oh, that is a great Pikachu. That is a common card. It's a great piece of oh, art there. Oh, I thought it was special. Okay. So, Ooh, I got one called Swadloon. <laughs> Noctowl. Noctowl. I like that one. Meryl. Meryl? Boon So, hold on. I got a quick story about Meryl. <laughs> These are fun to read. Uh, Meryl came out in the second generation of Pokemon, and uh, Meryl was... Uh, a Pokemon that was leaked beforehand. We it's saw kind of a picture cute. of that Pokemon, Rachel. Meryl, look at it. It's cute. And we taught, we were, the fans called it Pika Blue mm. for a long time. And so we were really excited Because it kind of looks Pika like blue. a blue mouse with a white belly. Yeah. And yeah. it looks like it's like beaded or sewn or something mm. or knitted. So I also uh, cleaned up some uh, stuff out of my mom's basement recently, and there's a lot of Beanie Babies, but I have <laughs> here, Rachel, uh, I have here a Pokemon card. I I donated most of them because I know there's a Pokemon shortage, <laughs> so I wanted to donate them to, to people who would like them, but I kept one card, and I wanted to give it to you. Babe, let me see here. Up, oh, it's Squirtle. That's the original Squirtle from uh, back in the day. It that... says Tiny Turtle Pokemon. Yeah, he is the Tiny Turtle Pokemon. And that is the like art. That is the classic uh, Squirtle card from like the first generation of Pokemon. I These have... do look so 1992. What's funny, too, is that. So I guess like they all have like flip a coin if it's heads like. Yeah, that's some, blah, some blah, blah. attack. So yeah. they're all based on coin flips, Not it all sounds of them, like. But there's there's a, a fair amount of packs. This is the only last good. Uh, this is an actual booster pack with three cards. I think it's like some kind of promo pack here, but it is an okay. official pack. Fun to open. Okay. Wait, is this the one we found in the cereal box? Yes. It came in the cereal box. So Sam and I ordered or ordered we bought some cereal from the store strangely like right when we were recording this episode had no idea there was anything i can't even open this had no idea there was anything pokemon related in it and sam literally poured the cereal into a bowl and out came a pokemon pack it was so in strange. the shortage it was a it's a pokemon miracle Ooh, look at this one it's got like it's like um what's it called oh holographic holographic, a holographic pikachu card it's right really cute. live on the pod live on the pod we also have galarian far-fetched Ooh. and then uh-oh galarian zigzagoon which is also the name of my ex-boyfriend okay mm-hmm. don't um dox him okay so we're not getting into galarian pokemon on this episode okay what's this that's an energy. What so does that mean? You'd have to put several energy. You'll see next to the Pokemon moves that they require certain energies. So oh. you have to like attach those cards to the Pokemon so they have the energy to do the moves. Cool. Thanks for my first Pokemon cards. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Love you. Yeah. We won't play the game. It's Great. more fun to collect the cards. <laughs> I w- I'm not sure if you're already going there, but we also watched Detective Pikachu. Oh, let's talk about it. Yeah, I to be honest, I don't. I didn't write down a lot. I think I was just enjoying it. We we weirdly so like this episode, all of our other episodes from this season, we recorded months ago, back in November of 2020, and uh, we've been releasing them in April of 2020 and May of 20. I'm sorry, 2021 and May, and we're now recording this presently like this episode is going to come out in two weeks so this is the only episode where we're actually like 
recording it right before we put it out. Right. Uh, so it's been interesting to like listen to episodes, find out what the heck we talked about months ago. And so I feel like this one, like we were like, we're going to do Pokemon. We started boot camping like weeks ago, then got distracted by other stuff, editing episodes. So we watched Detective Pikachu yeah. so long ago that to be honest, I kind of don't even recall a lot, but I remember I thought I liked it. I thought it was cute. There were certain things where you were like, oh, it's really weird that that Pikachu talks like you should know that's rare. Right. And I'm like, OK, yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote <laughs> these are the notes I wrote down, okay. which is just me repeating myself. I wrote this is insane and would make no sense to anyone if you weren't familiar with the game. <laughs> I thought the fighting was whack. And apparently they do in that town too because there are underground fighting rings oh yeah the rings the fighting is underground so basically my note says apparently the town also thinks it's whack because why else do they have to be underground so maybe we shouldn't make our animals fight each other well that uh yeah but that was the plans of an evil man that uh tried to live forever through pokemon he wanted to fuse himself with pokemon but not through friendship Mm. through Science. Oh right, that's right, that's right. I thought it was cute though. What's Mr. Mime? I wrote <laughs> I wrote that down and I don't know what it is or why I wrote it down. Mr. Mime is kind of of the 151 original Pokemon. Oh, it's a Pokemon? Mr. Mime is a Pokemon. Named Mr. Mr. Mime, he can only I can there be a female Mr. Mime? I can't remember. And Mr. Mime is a, a meme of a Pokemon. I would say he's in the bottom Nine okay. of the 151 original Pokemon. <laughs> Got it. Not in terms of his power, but in terms of just like, who likes Mr. Mime? Uh, shout out to one of my best friends, Kyle, who loves Mr. Mime. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think Google he's it. hilarious in Detective Pikachu. That is such... Um, I love Detective Pikachu for what it does to the Pokemon world. It's so nice to have a Pokemon story that's oh, not right. about like catching Pokemon or becoming a Pokemon master. Yeah. It's, it's really different. fun to see like a whole, and that's what they did it so well where they like, we just had a Pokemon, a Pokemon story, essentially a story set in the world of Pokemon. And that I think at the end of the day, you form your own bonds with your Pokemon and it becomes such a personal experience that I love that the world can just be explored more. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to say, that I still love Pokemon with my whole heart to this very day. Personally, I always choose the grass starter Pokemon. So I'm a big Bulbasaur head. In fact, grass type is my favorite type of Pokemon. Gloom is my favorite Pokemon. Um, And apart from the video game having some of the best music of any Game Boy game, Mm. it offers you a fully customizable game experience, like I said, where you can name all of them and you can choose which ones you want. You can choose their moves. You can have a party that's all Pikachus if you want, and they could have all different moves. That kind of variety and choice is just something that I don't find in modern day games, and it's... I don't know. It has such a special place in my heart because I remember specific Pokemon with specific nicknames from when I was eight years old that I don't catch this time when I play it because I'll never have a dugong like I had. Oh back my then. God. Wow. Well, do, do gong do indeed. <laughs> well, Rach, how do you feel? Do you feel like you caught them all. Do you feel like... I feel like I caught as many as I need to. Well, you know? then like, let's do it. Oh, no. Rachel, how many Pokemon can you name? 
Oh, fuck. Uh, three. All right, hit me with them. Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mine. Great. You had two? Um, Squirtle. Yeah. There's one that's like a stegosaurus or something. Or no, a squirrel. It's like a squirrel. Squirrel man. Squirrely. Squ- something. Squirtle. No, isn't there one that's squirrel-like? Damn it. I failed you. What are the three in the beginning? There's Squirtle. <laughs> There's a fire one. Oh. And there is a grass one. It's something like rhododon or like something to dawn. Mm. You know? Rhododendron? I, I said it seconds ago. It's Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. Yeah. It's not, not dawn. And then Charmander. Yeah. And Charizard. Right, right, right. Kale, Kalezard, um, Brachosaurus, all those vegetable heads. Here's here. I want to close out the Pokemon segment on this one. <laughs> uh, Rachel was having uh, back pain and couldn't do a lot. And so That's as true. a result, we're like, oh, let's knock out some Pokemon. We, we like to play a lot of board games and Rachel's back hurt. She couldn't really sit up. But she could, like, lay down and play a video game. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, we're doing the Pokemon episode. Let's throw on Pokemon. And I saw how you grinded to beat that first gym, and it actually turning your day around. You did <laughs> form a bond with your one starter Pokemon. You ignored all the other Pokemon yeah, you got. Yeah, because that one got powerful, and I was like, what's the point of the other ones? <laughs> That's not a bad Pokemon strategy. And I saw it turn your day around. I saw you form a bond with that Squirtle, and I don't. I didn't convince you maybe to pick up Pokemon as a habit for the rest of your life, but I did see it as a gleam in your eye for an afternoon. And so for that, I feel like this uh, show really did help us bridge that gap in this specific way. Babe, I'm your Mr. Mime and you are my little pony. (laughs) And our relationship (laughs) is magic. (laughs) Speaking of magic, Rachel. <gasps> what is that floating hat that is just meandering in the air? Rachel, we've done 10 of these. It's the Hat of Time. The Hat of Time. For anyone who hasn't been listening, the Hat of Time is a magical hat. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a magical hat that has moments from history from the years 1996 to 2008, a.k.a. the Generation Gap. And we like to hear from Sam and Rachel about how old they were, how these events affected them in their lives. So let's uh, let's stick a hand in. Be careful. Don't let it bite you. Oh. As, are you reaching in or am I? You're reaching in. Oh, okay. Scooby-Doo-Dooby-Doo-Dooby-Doo-Doo. <gasps> All right. Got my event. Ooh, interesting. Oh, Hurricane Katrina. Hurricane so interesting. Katrina. Wow, yeah. I think anytime I pull anything out, I say, oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Hurricane so, Sam, Katrina. where were you? What do you recall? What is your relationship to this n- disaster? Well, I don't have a personal one, so let me start off by saying that. I've never been to Louisiana or We're anywhere go. south of Utah. No, California. I've been to California. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't have a personal one. I think most of what I thought about Hurricane Katrina, the, th- the, like, the things that scream to mind are like all the footage of people on rooftops. Mm-hmm. I remember that. It was so clear. I remember. Uh, how old were you at this time? Mm, when was it? 2005. I would have been 14. 
And this was a huge, Bush had been reelected, and I remember this being like a huge thing of like, he yeah. really messed this up. Yeah. And then, of course, I remember Kanye West saying, George <laughs> Bush doesn't care about black people. Absolutely. Yeah. He, d- he didn't. He didn't. Um, yeah, I, to be honest, Still doesn't. I, I think we, we, <laughs> we might have the same memory. I mean, I, the only difference is like, I was 26. <laughs> you were like, I was there. <laughs> um, I had been to, it is interesting that the one time I went to New Orleans was a pre-Katrina New Orleans, because I've heard that it is so different. And we were hopefully going like in a year or two, we've been talking about visiting. Um, but yeah, I just remember, I remember watching that moment live that, mm-hmm. that it was the like relief concert and, and Kanye West was like, on the screen with Mike Myers. Mike Myers, yeah. yeah. And he just kind of like deadpan looked at the camera and was like, George Bush doesn't care about black people. And I was like, and then there was like a silence and then it like cut. And I was like, did wait, guys, wait, did that like just happen? Did did other people see that? Because it was just such a such a great moment in time. Yeah, that's super fun. Um but yeah, That's I, the, that I, is the most fun part of her. Yeah, I mean, because it was sure. just such a horrible tragedy. I do remember it going on for an ex- especially long. It just felt like it went on for so long. Like people really were struggling for so long. And I my main just like remembering of like where I was and whatnot was like I had just broken out of my huge relation. My like huge relationship moved in with roommates was just like settling into a new apartment with new roommates. And then this happened. So I remember Boston. like my dad, like sitting me down and being like, this is because the president elected someone to the, you know, the FEMA <laughs> that didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember he's like, in politics, they give each other jobs all the time, you know, and he's like, to like make deals and get right. votes. And they were like, who, wh- what natural disaster is going to happen? Come on. It's going to be fine. We'll just have this guy, Brownie. He'll be the, the I'm, FEMA I'll guy. I'll tell you. Yeah. That just shows you how obsessed you are. I'm still angry. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I know here, I'm going to give a news flash for any like upcoming uh, political candidates, which is that, FEMA is and will continue to be important because (laughs) global warming and climate change are real. All right, you heard it here first. That's a season wrap on (laughs) Sam and Rachel's Generation Gap. Thank you so much to so many people who have listened. Uh, We've had so much fun creating this first season for you, with you, together as one. Absolutely. All the love and comments and stuff we've received, all the texts and stuff, it really means a lot. We're really hoping to have a season two that's bigger, better, better produced. More fast, more furious. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) More gen, more gap. More gap, more gen. And hopefully you all join us uh, at that point. Babe. Yes, Rachel. I love you. I love you, Rachel. Thanks for doing this. This is a blast. This is cool. All right. Peace. See ya! Rachel's Generation Gap podcast is produced by Rachel Rosenthal and Sam DeRost. Original theme song and music by Douglas Wydick and Sweet Tea Studios. 
original artwork by Aaron Maybe Designs, and Snuggles by Rosie the Galga. Or, as I said in, in the dark, merchandising, which yeah. is a quote from Spaceballs, aka next week's episode. Um, it was last week's episode. No, it's. Oh, shit. You're right. Last week's episode. <laughs> if you listen to last week's episode, look, we're recording these all out of order. Uh, well, in any case, we recorded them in order. I just think it's so. <laughs> I hate you right now. <laughs> 